Absa Game Changers, celebrating entrepreneurs who turn bright ideas into successful businesses. And the successful business, uh, which was established after a bright idea, is Tax Tim. It is a business uh, to, does one speak to which or to whom? Well, the business is to which, but the people who run the business are to whom. So we have spoken to people at Taxtum over the years. Uh, Pippa had somebody from Taxtum giving advice just ahead of the recent tax deadline. Mark Sevitz is on the line to us now, co-founder of Taxtum. How long ago, Mark, good morning, was that? Good morning, John. Um, that was in 2011. Uh, yeah, October. We, we had our first, uh, first season at the end of 2011 for two days, I think, at the time. And the, the bright idea was people need help with their tax. We can give them that help. Let's have a business to do it. Exactly. Um, sort of that, that the current system is, is a bit complicated and difficult. And uh, my co-founder couldn't do, it, couldn't do it himself. And he asked me for some help. And, and we came together and, and thought, well, there may be a better way that people are used to having a conversation. So why can't uh, doing your taxes be the same and as, as easy as having a conversation? They are, they are accountants. They are people who specialize in helping folk who don't understand the tax system to file proper tax returns. What do you do differently from those people? So, I mean, much like myself as an accountant, so what we do is we digitize that process. So it allows the taxpayer to basically have their own tax practitioner. But in some instances, they don't want a third party to, to assist them or they can't afford some of the higher prices. So they're able to actually go through the whole process and, and be asked those questions, but in a way which benefits them, of course, to, to minimize their tax or to be fully compliant, um, as well as, as maximizing everything as, uh, that they're allowed to, allowed to deduct. But in a sense, in that question format. So they've got the privacy, they can do it when they want to, they can finish it when they want to and make sure that if they want to do it on 1 July, that there are no delays by a third party. So it's kind of giving them the control back, but at the same time getting the benefit of e-filing of a tax practitioner, but all in one. And what sort of stand are you in with, uh, with, with SARS? Because I, I wonder if um, certain people who file tax returns on behalf of clients get a bit of a reputation for, for being slight chances and are so subjected to yeah. greater scrutiny. Other people are known to be scrupulously honest, and uh, unless there's an obvious red flag, the, files, the um, returns they file on behalf of clients are generally um, get, get a, a thumbs up. Uh, what's, what's the sense of your relationship, your brand equity with SARS? So we've got an excellent relationship with SARS. Um, I mean, we fully integrated into e-filing, and obviously that, uh, that was a, a multi-year process of, of going through the, the, the hurdles of that. So, so that's sort of a due diligence. So we've made sure that, that we follow, of course, all the SARS procedures. Um, and, of course, they wouldn't, they wouldn't integrate us if we weren't able to provide the, 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 right, the right tools, the right systems that allow us to file for a taxpayer. Um, we don't see any difference in what we do um, in terms of uh, taxpayers being audited versus using a practitioner going on e-filing. So SARS has their systems. Um, if their system, which would work in any of the other methods, picks up one of our clients, one of our taxpayers for audit, it would be the same. Um, if anything, what we try to do is try and avoid all of that. So, I mean, we've got a bunch of system checks that happen behind the scenes, which kind of, which should eliminate in most cases, the need for unnecessary audits. Obviously, SARS will audit when they audit, and that's often random. But, I mean, we've taken a lot of steps to make sure that that, that happens at least as minimal as possible. And uh, I, I believe you're doing quite a lot of educational work uh, around yeah. tax, which, which is great. But aren't you, in a sense, cutting down on your market? The more educated people are, the less they need uh, people and systems like yours. 
So, so a lot of our educational work is done around accountants, actually, and around tax practitioners. So when I was at, at, at university studying, studying uh, tax, we never learned how to fill out an actual tax return. So my first job, I had to go down to the tax department and ask them that. So we're actually going into the universities and, and assisting with the compliance side for the tax students in the hope that they become practitioners one day and they'll hopefully make use of our system. Because what we're trying to do is sort of speed up the process for practitioners to deal with the tax elements that they, that they really want to deal with, which are the client-facing uh, parts, and not necessarily the compliance elements. So we want to work with the practitioners. So that's part of our educational stream. And, and we'd like to obviously educate more taxpayers going, um, going down the line, but, but at the same time, what we can provide is a simpler, better, and, and quicker service and, and make sure that they're always understanding of what they do. But uh, I think education is always important. So we, we're trying to, trying to find the best route um, so that we're not cannibalizing our market, but at the same time, we are assisting taxpayers always. And and then your cost relative to the accountants who do it on behalf of clients. I mean, the the the, the system there is the more complicated your tax yes. return, they more, the more they charge you. If you're a simple paye person and they're just uh, filling in the medical aid deductions and a couple of things that you might be able to claim on, then there's a relatively low. I think probably some yes. of them around six seven hundred rand to help you file a return. If you're dealing with family trusts and freelance income and all that sort of thing, it 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 uh, costs you more. What's your uh, scale of fees? Yeah. So we charge between, so this last season, between 249 Rand and 499 Rand. And we're associated with a bunch of uh, different loyalty ski, uh, loyalty programs and there are some discounts. So that, those prices vary as well. Um, I mean, next year we're looking to add in some, some additional intelligence as well to kind of speed up the service. Um, and so anyone wanting to make use of our service, um, hopefully will be much quicker than, and already is, I think, than any of the other methods, but it kind of gets that guarantee of doing it in their own, in their own right. I mean, last year, I mean, last, uh, last year we had a third of the, third of the, sorry, um, a third of the entire tax base making use of our websites, not necessarily doing a tax return, but looking at our blogs and all the other information that we provide. So it's not just about the tax return, but about all the, the, the methods and the, and, the, and the information that we're able to, to assist taxpayers in their own words. I think that's the most important part, the sort of consumer taxpayer. Thank you very much, Mark Servitz, co-founder of Tax Tim. And one unexpected idea can be all it takes to start or grow a business. And every successful entrepreneur knows when to follow instinct and turn that sudden brainwave into something more, as you've just heard. APSA Game Changers with Cape Talk is all about celebrating innovative business people who follow their instincts, use their bright ideas to fuel their success. Listen to Breakfast, usually with Kino, today and next Wednesday with me, to hear about the APSA Game Changer of the Week, proudly brought to you by APSA Business Banking. Do better business, prosper.